Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello. Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday. And I recognize most people listen on download. And by the way, if you do listen on download from iTunes or wherever, uh, if you would write a review at iTunes, more people will find it. And uh, because iTunes will point it out to them, the more reviews it gets. So you're being truly helpful having people find this podcast at iTunes, and I thank you for that. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, in case you don't already know, maybe you're listening for the very first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to be with you right now, and we always begin with a prayer, so I invite you to place your hand on your heart. Let's take that breath of love and gratitude together and remember our true identity is perfect love. This is who and what we are. And what we always will be, what we always have been. We cannot be any more holy than we are right now. We're as holy as holy can be. And we're grateful to recognize this. To recognize right here and right now that we are one with the one. And so we partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, the I Am Presence. Remembering that... I am that I am. So grateful and so thankful to remember the truth that sets us free and to value the truth more than anything else. To place on the holy altar fire of divine love any attachment, any craving, any aversion, any addictive compulsive tendency that we have clung to that no longer serves us. We surrender it right now. And we're grateful to let it go, to let go and let God. In grace and in gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. We are determined to see the truth and nothing but the truth. We are deciding to see with holy vision, with divine eyes. This is our choice. This is what we're choosing with our free will to align with divine will right now. Thy will be done. In grace and in gratitude, we let it be. We allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. 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 All righty. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. So, first of all, report from the front. Okay. So, right now, just right now in this energetic moment in time, it's very intense. Uh, I'm sure you've noticed it. Perhaps you've been thinking, I think I'm losing my mind. Perhaps you're feeling or sensing that things are more difficult and more challenging than they usually are. Well, here's here's what it really is. It's there's more light being 
revealed in this dimension. Why? Because more people are waking up. More people are choosing to recognize, I am love. Teach only love, for that is what you are. I am love. I am light. And I'm going to shine it. And I'm going to see with that divine vision. I'm going to see with divine eyes and shine the light so that I can see. And so this is exactly what is happening. And there's more light being revealed in this dimension and what's happening that that quickening that's happening really is that what we couldn't see before it seemed to be hidden only the the negative beliefs the patterns the habits of negativity of self-medication of self-sabotage our judgments and opinions all the things that are coming to light now that we are seeing more clearly now. And maybe we're not seeing it clearly yet, but we're experiencing it more vividly, even though we don't have clarity about it. Right now, we're seeing it more clarity. We're seeing, oh, this does not work. This is not helpful to me. And so maybe we don't know what to, maybe you don't know what to do about it yet. And, uh, it's just bothering you. It's bothering you in a way that feels like you've got to do something different. And maybe you're judging yourself. Maybe you're thinking, ah, I'm never going to be able to fix this. Oh my God, this problem again and again and again and again and again. And it's hard to believe sometimes that this is the the good news. This is all for our benefit. Because imagine that you had some festering sore internally in your physical body, like a cancer. And you don't know that it's ravaging you from the inside. You don't know that it's festering. You don't know it. You can feel, uh, I don't feel as... Uh, much vitality as I used to have. I don't feel myself the same way I used to. I don't feel as balanced or as peaceful as I used to. But, eh, what am I going to do about it? I don't know. So you just kind of accept it, right? Or maybe you just kind of cope with it. You just manage it. You find a workaround. I don't have as much vitality anymore. I'm going to drink some more coffee. I'm going to take this herbal supplement that gives me a a false sense of energy. We do stuff like that. So, ultimately, that's not going to work because there's a festering sore inside. There's something going on inside that needs your attention. (laughs) Jeff, my engineer, is drinking soda, sugar. (laughs) That's it. Drug of choice. So, (laughs) something like that is going on. But now you're starting to feel in a very perhaps dramatic way. This, this is not working. I have to do something differently. I have to change this. This cannot continue. But you don't yet know how. You just know that you're feeling so much more uncomfortable than you have in the past. So, What I would like you to know is my perception is talking to many, many people and connecting with them all over the world because in my Masterful Living class, we have people all around the globe. 
And by the way, you can still join us in my year-long Masterful Living class. Because our focus in Masterful Living is really how to clear all this stuff out with ease and grace. And to really address it and not just manage it and cope with it anymore. To really heal it. My my year-long Masterful Living class is all about learning how to take dominion over your mind so you can live the life you truly desire and and liberate from the habits of suffering and bring benefit to your family and your community and to all beings to be truly helpful because it's so crushing and demoralizing to consistently make the same mistakes and to judge ourselves for making the same mistakes and then to self-medicate because you don't feel good about yourself and then of course self-medication is self-sabotage and then of course you you feel even worse about yourself and I used to be in that cycle very intensely. And right now, it seems like there's not enough time for anything, right? There's just not enough time, or there's not enough money, or there's not enough bandwidth, mental bandwidth, emotional bandwidth to do the deeper work. However, what I see in my own life and everybody else's life that I'm talking to, if people don't stop managing, coping, and settling it's just going to get more and more and more painful. Now, that's the case normally, but now it's like there's a turbo charge on everything. So right now is a time for everyone to be more introspective and to make this decision to see. So lesson 27 in uh, A Course in Miracles, Above All Else, I Want to See. And lesson 20, uh, yeah, lesson, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Above all else, I want to see. This is what we are deciding, that we're interested in seeing the truth, in knowing the truth, in seeing peace instead of what we're projecting with our mind. We're, we're willing it, And the Course in Miracles helps us to recognize, to take responsibility for that everything that I see is a choice that I have made. And now I would like to see with divine eyes, divine vision. Yes, yes, yes. And so all we have to do is be determined to see. And then, and make that decision. We have to make that decision to see in order to be able to see. I am determined to see. Lesson 20. I am determined to see. And what I love in lesson 20 is it says, paragraph 3. Your decision to see is all that vision requires. So this is what I'm recommending to all the folks in my classes right now is to take that time to be contemplative. It seems like there's not enough time to be contemplative, but maybe you can do it the old-fashioned way. Be contemplative while you're doing the dishes. So while you're doing the dishes, instead of thinking about something it's really meaningless or while you're doing the laundry, folding the laundry or while you're walking the dog, instead of 
talking on the phone or something like that to distract you. What about really becoming contemplative and talking with the Holy Spirit, the higher self, the Holy Self, the I am presence, and say, okay, I don't know how to change my life. I don't know how to get out of what feels like right now like the spin cycle or the wash cycle. Depends on where you are. You might feel like you're in the wash cycle or the spin cycle. And for me right now, I'd say I kind of feel like I'm in the rinse cycle. (laughs) And to say, I am determined to see. I'm making this decision that I would rather be able to see from that fifth dimensional awakened aware perspective than to continue to manage and cope and be willing to look at every place in your life where you're managing and coping. Now, here's the thing. The ego will say, oh, for God's sakes, don't look at that. That's just going to depress you. That's just going to upset you. But the willingness to see it with divine eyes and to recognize that in Every single thing, every situation in all circumstances, like it says in paragraph 18 of Lesson 135, what could you not accept if you but knew that everything, all circumstances, situations, all occurrences were gently planned by one whose only interest is your good? What could you not accept? So say, okay, I'm going to accept everything that's happened to me as being for my good, even though right now I'm not able to see, to comprehend, to understand how that could possibly be so, I am willing to see, I am determined to see. Again, paragraph 3, lesson 20 says, your decision to see is all that vision requires. So I am deciding to see, help me to see. Help me to harvest the wisdom from every experience I have had already. To accept that it has wisdom for me to harvest in it. To release all judgment. And to fully accept the learning that is contained in every painful experience that I have rejected and judged as wrong or bad. I am now determined to harvest the wisdom contained in all those experiences so I don't have to keep re-experiencing them. Because anyone who's feeling stressed or pushed or out of sorts right now, it really is that our higher Holy Spirit self is giving us this opportunity to purify, to cleanse, to clarify, and to eliminate All sources of conflict. All conflict is in the mind. So if we say that we forgive, and a lot of Course in Miracles students do, we say that we have forgiven everything, but we're still clinging to our judgments and our beliefs about the past, then we're not experiencing the freedom that living in truth brings. So the truth is liberating. The truth sets us free. But if we're entrenched in our beliefs and our opinions and our judgments about what happened in the past, we have not forgiven. And if we have not forgiven, we cannot access the learning that was encoded 
into every experience that we still judge. So if we don't harvest the learning that was encoded into every experience for us that we've already had, because we'd rather judge it and say it was wrong or bad, then we are actually forced to keep repeating it in one way, shape, or form. And the primary way that most people repeat it is in their mind. Thinking about it again and again and again. So start to notice where your mind goes to the same hurts and resentments. It's like a splinter in your mind. It's like when you have a sore tooth and you just can't stop touching it to see if it's still sore. Right? Your tongue keeps running over it. Oh, yep, that still hurts. Yep, that still hurts. Yep, that still hurts. So... Does that serve us? Of course, we know it doesn't serve us. It's spiritually immature. And what it means is we have an internal conflict. And that conflict is we still are interested in the world of conflict that we have made with projecting our judgments and opinions and experiencing them. But right now, there is so much assistance from the invisible world if we just simply become determined to see. So Lesson 20 is very, very helpful to us. And it says here in paragraph 2, You want salvation. You want to be happy. You want peace. You do not have them now because your mind is totally undisciplined and you cannot distinguish between joy and sorrow, pleasure and pain, love and fear. You are now learning how to tell them apart and great indeed will be your reward. Your decision to see is all that vision requires. Your decision to see is all that vision requires. What you want is yours. So in order to accept all these gifts of the kingdom, we really just have to make that decision to see. I am determined to see. So we think that we don't have time for spiritual practice or we don't know how. But the fact of the matter is everything will be given to us if we're willing to do some practice. And not a practice driven by the ego, where we feel ashamed, we feel inadequate, we're not good enough. Many spiritual students embark on a meditation practice, and it just keeps them entrenched with the ego and feeling like a failure until they give up. Which is why I recommend a prayer practice. It's why I recommend A Course in Miracles. It is a mind training, and it works. And I really encourage you to get into a study group. If you go to livingacourseofmiracles.com, we've got a study group listing. And if you'd like support for the entire year from me and the Masterful Living community at jenniferhadley.com, we're just getting started. You're welcome to join us. It's an awesome group of people, and we are really undoing the ego together. JenniferHadley.com, Masterful Living. Check it out if you haven't already. So that music is the cue that it's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. 
and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Hey, hey, hey. So I'm Jennifer Hadley. I'm back and we're talking about Vision, divine vision, seeing with divine vision, and the whole catalyst for our ability to see with divine vision, very complicated. No, it's not. It's very simple. It's just our decision to see, our willingness to see. So Course in Miracles reminds us, and it's so often quoted, that our little willingness is all that's required. All that's required is that little willingness each day to... Partner up, that's what I call it, to join with the Holy Spirit, to not go it alone. When we can see with divine vision, it's so easy to make the most loving choice, which brings so many benefits. The more we make the most loving choice, the easier everything gets. Everything, everything, everything. We become in tune with love. Seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. So if you're trying to manifest stuff to manage and cope with your life, your relationships, your finances, your career, your health and well-being, and you're not in that divine partnership being led and guided, you're probably afraid a lot of the time. You're probably worried a lot of the time. And that's the thing for me is when I decided, I was determined to see. I decided I was willing to see with divine vision. Things got very intense for a while because I started to see, oh, this stuff, all this stuff doesn't serve me. And there was a time when I didn't know what the next step was. It hadn't been revealed to me yet. So I had to be in that place of trust and faith. And I built that trust and faith while I was in that place of not knowing. Now, In that place of not knowing, there was a lot of internal conflict because I was wanting to be in trust and faith, but I wasn't yet in trust and faith. I was developing that muscle. So you know how when you start working out with a program and it's a new program, like a a workout program, And in the beginning, your muscles are incredibly sore because they're doing things they haven't done before. And so sometimes you can work out, uh, it doesn't seem like you're working out that hard, but then the next couple of days you feel like you're crippled. You can barely move. You've hurt yourself. Well, actually you are strengthening your muscles, but it feels painful Because you're doing something new. It doesn't need to be painful in our spiritual transformation. But sometimes it does feel that way. If it feels painful, it just means you haven't whole 
wholeheartedly decided. And your, the conflict comes from still living with the old beliefs and the old ways, and you haven't fully made that transition. And there's a lot of good, uh, about good, helpful, uh, pieces about that in chapter two, the section on fear and conflict, page 28, 29, and 30 in my copy of the book. And it's really great to recognize that all that internal conflict can go away. So paragraph five in the fear and conflict section, fear is always a sign of strain arising whenever what you want conflicts with what you do, right? So right now, this is what so many people are experiencing. They're experiencing a profound conflict between what they want, which is spiritual awakening, and Also, many people say, oh, I want spiritual awakening, and I also want to be wealthy and have a nice house and have a great body and have a great partner, and I want, I want, I want all these things, and I want the peace of God. And in their mind, the stuff is equated with the peace of God, right? So I remember one time I was counseling someone who said, uh, can you help me manifest $3 million? And as I always do, I said, well, yeah, but what's the money for? Well, it's almost always that the money is for their peace of mind. I said, so you think you can't have peace of mind without the money, the house, the spouse, whatever it is? And they're like, well, yeah, kind of a duh, yeah, dummy. (laughs) How can I have peace of mind? And not have those things and go bankrupt or any of those things. Well, many of us learn that that's, that actually having everything taken away from us is our route to peace of mind because we're not willing to give it up. It has to be taken from us. And that's what the trust section in chapter four of the manual for teachers is all about. If we don't start to value that which is truly valuable, It will begin to be taken from us so that we can shift our perspective. Now, going back to this thing of so many people feel that they don't have time for spiritual practice. Let's address this a little bit in our determination to see, in our decision to see. Because many people... They might say, oh, I'm determined to see. I've made that decision to see. I know lesson 20 in the Course of Miracles. Oh, yeah, I did that lesson. I'm, I'm on it. I did that lesson for a week. Okay. But Jennifer, time is such an issue. I don't have enough time for spiritual practice. I don't have enough time to do this. Well, let's just put that to rest because that's such a big bugaboo. And that used to be mine. That used to get in the way of my spiritual practice every day for years. Because I really wasn't determined to see. Now, one of the things we have to accept baseline about this is time is not real. I know it seems so real. But when we're willing to accept that time is an illusion, it's part of the illusion... Time and space, separation, they're all part of the illusion, but they're not real. And 
when we say, I'm determined to see that time is not real, I'm determined to see it, I have decided I am willing to see that time is not real, then it will be revealed to you. It's one of the reasons why I really love Gary Renard's work in Disappearance of the Universe and actually his subsequent books because they, in those books, Arden and Persa help Gary to understand that time is not real, time and space and how it really works. And that's very helpful to us. So when I became willing to see with divine eyes, I started to have experiences where literally the clock stopped. Time stopped moving, but I was still having experiences. And I was having conversations with other people and watching the clock, and it was not moving. I had experiences of traveling from one place to another in my car and knowing that having made that drive many times before, I knew how long it would take and it did not take anywhere near what it should have taken. Like a trip that should take 90 minutes took closer to 30 minutes. Now, I... Prior to that, I would have said it wasn't possible, but I saw that time and space, I was willing to understand that time and space are an illusion, and I was willing to have it proven to me. So I've had many experiences like that since then to help me to really get, but before I could have those experiences, I had to really say, Stop saying, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time. And so if the practice for me was, when I thought, I don't have enough time, I'd say, oh, Jennifer, that doesn't even make sense. Time is an illusion. How can you not have enough of it? You are eternal. You are infinite. It's not even possible for you to not have enough time. Time is not a real commodity. Of course you have enough time. Now, I want to get very practical, okay? I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. So yummy. I love my rainforest tea. Do you find yourself taking care of everyone else? Do you find yourself, uh, there's always something more important for you to do than your spiritual practice and then you say you don't have time because there are other things that are more important to you or maybe you think that you can't do what you'd like to do because you don't have enough money or you you have this belief that you could have all the time in the world for a spiritual practice but you don't know what the right spiritual practice is or maybe you have a belief that it's just not possible for you. Let me just say, I used to have all those beliefs, and I let every single one of those beliefs stand in my way over and over and over again. Why? Because I was identified with the ego, and I truly did not wish to awaken. I was not choosing to awaken, but as soon as I made that decision, I am waking up. Everything began to shift. I am waking up. It's a 
I am statement that has so much power. I am determined to see. I am waking up. I am seeing with divine vision. I am choosing love. I am the purity of love. I am willing to see now. Just making those statements right now, I feel my whole heart open. And everything is possible. We use so many excuses when we're identified with the ego. If you're making an excuse for anything, if you're making an excuse for playing small, if you're making an excuse for why you can't wake up, why you can't get it, why you can't do it, why you don't have enough time or money or anything, why you're so burdened, you're identified with the ego. Because the spirit doesn't make any excuses. The spirit is already free. So, for instance, in my year-long Masterful Living class, right, I had two people that are a classic example. They started the year in the class last year. Uh, or the year before, I, it happens every year. There's every year. There's at least one person like this, a mom, okay, with young kids. Now, and how about a mom with young kids, twins, who also has a job, who gets up at four o'clock in the morning in order to take care of their kids and do all this stuff, you know, and and do the work, do their job. If that person can find time for a spiritual practice, it can be found. If the mom with little kids, working, taking care of a family, can find time, a few minutes a day goes so far. It's all about your determination to see. It's all about your willingness to stay committed, to stay dedicated. Even just a little bit a day, but you're still in that dedication. You haven't given up. That's why A Course in Miracles is 365 days. Some days the lesson is longer than others. Some days it's very sweet and simple. Are you determined to see? Have you made that decision? One of the reasons I see now why I was guided to start my year-long Masterful Living class is to help people and to create a community where you're really held in the practice so you're not on your own. And if you want support at any time of the day or night, you can get it. How cool is that? Now, One of the things I love so much about A Course in Miracles is it says it over and over and over again that doing these practices saves time. It's literally for the purpose of saving time, saving hundreds of years and lifetimes of misery and suffering. And right now there's such a strong impetus for us to be willing to see. So to the ego, it sounds crazy that spiritual practice could actually save time, but it does. Because think of all the time you spend managing and coping and complaining and blaming and dealing with all the upsets. And then trying to manage and cope with those upsets. And trying to manipulate other people to do what you want. 
and thinking that, oh, I can't be happy unless this looks like this, until this goes like that, until they say this, until I have that. I can't be happy. I can't rest and all of these things. And all these things in the external world have to be manipulated. And even if you think of the physical body as being external, my happiness depends on the health of my body. And my happiness depends on my finances and how my spouse is talking to me today. What I've seen consistently over and over and over again, year after year in my Masterful Living class, because that's like my um, my closest, uh, I want to say, it's like an incubator. <laughs> That's the word Spirit's giving me. I never used that word before. But it's like an incubator where you get to watch things happen and grow. Where I've seen so many people, they do their inner work. And through doing their inner work, their relationships with their children, with their spouse, with their body, with their career and their boss and their co-workers and their neighbors everything changes relationships that are have been entrenched in conflict for years and years decades even people who have not spoken to each other in decades family members people haven't spoken to family members in decades they will have a conversation after doing the practices for many months they'll have a conversation they'll reach out to that loved one they'll feel confident and willing to reach out And the loved one is receptive, and they have a good conversation, and now their relationship is being made holy. Spirit can accomplish so much through you when you are willing. But if you are looking at it and seeing in your mind's eye that it's hardened, it's difficult, it's like concrete, you can't move it, that there are all these things, the time, the money, and all that, that are not on your side, it cannot change. Let us be determined to see. So we make that decision today. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. I'm inviting you to go to my website, jenniferhadley.com. Look around. There's so much free stuff for you there. And particularly if you go to the events page, you'll see that I'm offering my year-long course, Masterful Living, my spiritual counseling training and certification, if you'd like that. And my retreat is coming up at the end of February, Masterful Living Retreat. open to anyone. Come check it out, jenniferhadley.com. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, and I'll be right back. Chris Michaels, host of Healing Your Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, 
He reminds us that we each have something to do here on Earth, a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central. 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day, in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. I'm back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're talking about making that decision to see. Yes. <laughs> to see with divine vision. Oh, my goodness. And so I was sharing about how uh, my all the test cases that I experience in my year-long Masterful Living class where people really take this on and they decide to be willing to see that time and space are not real. They're willing to understand and really apply the teachings of A Course in Miracles to really work it and particularly to work it moment by moment because just reading those lessons it doesn't do much. In fact, what I have experienced and witnessed in so many people is that people can read those lessons day after day for many, many, many years. Reading, reading, reading. And so they have an intellectual understanding of the teachings. And this is true with any spiritual teaching. If all it is is an intellectual understanding, then really the ego is driving your spiritual practice. And you're not going to get much traction. You're not going to get much healing. So if you feel like you've been studying A Course in Miracles for a while and you're not getting so much healing, or maybe you just like some support, you might consider my year-long Masterful Living class. People are still joining us all the time. We're just getting started. And all those details, like I said before the break, are at jenniferhadley.com. And what I see each year, and of course you don't need my class to, to do this. That's why I always talk about this, is you can definitely do this on your own, is that if you think about how it is that spiritual 
practice saves time. It saves money. It saves getting upset. It works like this. So what I have experienced personally is that the more I purify my mind, the more I clarify my mind, the more willing I am to see with divine vision, then I don't make poor choices. I don't make choices that bring me forgiveness opportunities. And I don't One of the greatest benefits is this. So it used to be that a huge portion of my time and energy each and every single day was invested in going over and over and over a combination of old upsets and current upsets. So I had certain patterns and beliefs. So I had this strong belief that there was something wrong with me and that I wasn't good enough. Very, very strong belief system around that. And I had also this belief that I was bad. That I was a bad person, like an evil person. It might seem crazy to you to hear me say that, but I literally had that belief. And because I had that belief, I would make choices that would affirm that belief. So I would be unkind to my loved ones, and I would be judgmental and focus on attack thoughts all day long, attacking myself and attacking others. So because perception and projection go hand in hand, I was projecting those thoughts and I was experiencing those thoughts. So I would feel rejected and I would feel attacked. That's why I say all the time, the judger always feels judged, the attacker always feels attacked, and the lover knows that they are beloved. So I made a conscious decision. That's what I'm talking about today. The decision. I made a conscious decision to become the lover so that I could feel beloved and know that because I believed it intellectually from 20 years of spiritual study. I believed it on an intellectual level, but I did not feel it in my heart. Because I was still judging myself. So because I was still judging myself and others so intensely and so frequently, I was experiencing conflict and turmoil and fear and worry and doubt and shame and blame and regret and resentment and thoughts of revenge filled my mind. All day long. I invested so much of my precious life and energy in going over and over and over conversations from the past, what I would have said, what I should have said, what I could have said. And then I would rehearse unpleasant conversations from the future thinking, okay, here's what I'm going to say if I get the opportunity. And so I would rehearse those conversations from the future where I would get the better of someone, where I would be the victor. 
And so all of these behaviors, all of these thought patterns, all of this use of my mind just kept me more and more entrenched in the negativity, in the worry, in the doubt, in the fear, and a deep sense of lack, financial lack, emotional lack, lack in every possible way. I I felt lacking in beauty, right? How, How do you be a radiant, beautiful woman luminous when your heart is filled with anger and resentment and regret and that's what you're focused on most of your day i couldn't be radiant and luminous and beautiful when that was where my attention was not even possible so i didn't want to be seen i didn't want to be noticed I didn't feel comfortable because I felt ugly inside. My spiritual practice has eliminated all of that thinking. I'm not kidding you. And so I'm not coping and managing with the circumstances and the situations. I don't fight with my friends. I don't fight with my family and then get upset about it and think about how to cope with it and manage it. I don't go self-medicate and hurt myself and then have to recover from the shame and the blame and the physical upset from doing it. I don't sabotage myself financially or in relationship or in my career anymore. I don't do those things. Do I still have room to grow? Do I still have things to let go of? Every day. Every day. And every day my life gets easier. Every day there's more clarity. Every day is a day of purification for me. But it doesn't feel painful. It feels good. It feels joyful. It feels wonderful. It feels loving. It feels powerful. It feels healing and nourishing. It's a time of deep transformation. So the pain is always pushing us to wake up. And the vision, divine vision, is always pulling us to wake up. We don't have to be waking up on the pain plan. We can wake up on the vision plan. And what requires, what is required is that decision to see. So it sounds crazy that spiritual practice actually saves time, but it does. And what I teach in my Masterful Living class is how to incorporate your spiritual practice, like in A Course in Miracles, all throughout your day. That it's a mind training so that it doesn't take huge amounts of time. It immediately begins saving you time. Boy, oh boy. I just know that it works. I really do. I encourage you to go to the Masterful Living page and read the testimonials. See if anything feels like it piques your interest. You can always check it out. If it doesn't work for you, you can withdraw from the class. You gave it a shot. You tried something. Maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it won't. Certainly, you don't need my help, but there I am for you if you'd like. So it's time for us to pray. I'm so grateful. So grateful for our fellowship. 
So grateful to share these beautiful teachings of A Course in Miracles. With our hand on our heart, we say, I am determined to see. I am determined to see with divine vision and to accept the holy vision for my life. In grace and gratitude, I share the benefits with everyone. I allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you. Have a great, grand, and glorious week. Ease and grace all the way.